Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a plush podcast. It's a plush podcast. It's a plush podcast. It's a plush podcast. Good morning. Good Bonjour. morning. Do you want know, to nearly cough? Then, like, I had to stop myself. I'm like quite anxious about coughing at the moment. <laughs> mm, mm. I, I, was, I was somewhere the other day, and someone was coughing in a shop, and she was dead loud. She was going, "It's not COVID. I don't have COVID." <laughs> and she was like, "I've just got a cough." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> What's that? that I filmed it then to put on the Instagram, but I had the app the face, and it was just catching miles as any part in the background. Cheers, guys. Um, <laughs> how is everyone? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Okay. Miles, any update on the gaff? No, just... Uh, it's the same podcast every week. <laughs> yeah, no, it? it's the same <laughs> podcast. How, how <laughs> is? It's the same podcast. Good, that. Do you think people are invested in how... Miles' house is? I hope this is what I want. I want. I just think they're like, fucking change the subject. All the no comments we get about it are... Well, do you know what? Let's just ask him. Fuck him. Go on, Miles. It's going well. It's going well. Anything funny happened? Nah. There's always like a tragic story element to it. That's why I quite like it. It's not been tragic in a while. Is it not? It's been no, all right. I've, I've, I've done all right. You're fucking moving house though, aren't you? How's that coming along? That, 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 there's nothing to talk about that way. Go on. Well, this is it's with the solicitors, won't you? It's boring shit. There's actually nothing fun that's happened. You've got, you've, you know, you've got a potential date though, haven't you? So Yeah, maybe, yeah. Which is mad. You know, you've got a, someone's got to move in yours, you've got to move in theirs. Yeah, it stresses me out a little bit, to be honest. Where I can away, imagine. Where away this weekend? Where'd you go? Lake District? Yeah, a little press trip. Why were you late? Pressing. <sighs> Lake District Ambleside. Ambleside Yeah Lovely it was Fucking yeah. well nice Looked nice Really had a nice time mm-hmm. Pet was chilled Funny Went for food All the chefs in that knew who I was Knew who you was Yeah It's good isn't it It's good Don't really get recognised a lot me but You always get recognised in the strangest of places don't you I was walking well, down the Crescent before Cash um, <laughs> I don't live on there It is Cash isn't it It is Cash There's a football player who lives on there isn't he how did you speak then when you had all There's someone interested who used to live on it, but we'll get back to that. Oh, oh no, so a guy in a Virgin Media van just stopped me for four. That's all I was going to say. That was it. Someone shouted at me out of a van the other day near here. What's that? Um, I was going to. No, I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, no, he was went, That's him. That's him out of Blossoms. I just put my hand up and they were like, Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had someone on the, on the A6. I was going to co op. This girl just drove past and went, Miles, give us a fact. And I was like, <laughs> I was just like, I didn't I love that. that. I, just, I just gave her the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> that guy who thought, no, Miles, give now. us a fag. Yeah. <laughs> give us a fag. Genius, Do you know what, that's that. it now. If, uh, if anyone sees Miles, then when you say, Miles, give us the thumb. <laughs> Cheers. Miles the brush. Liberdush. Miles the brush. That's what I call him after the painting in her. Mm. We put we put a masking tape down, you know, to like create a clean line and mouse is painting on both sides of it. No one's asked, Hey, we've got a gig, haven't we? We fucking have, yeah. We have. Mm. 
Oh yeah, shit, we couldn't talk about the last podcast. No, yeah. Well, to be fair, when this comes out, it'll be yeah, it'll be the week before. So oh, buzzing. First gig in like a year and a year sold, and a month. Sold, sold, sold Park. Sold out. Yep. Yep. Buzzing. Meeting. Step in the right direction. Yeah. Me and Tom, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, the football game. City. Well, City. we'll have been. So they they will have won or lost the League Cup final. What What do you think that they're going to win or lose? I hope so, but we can never predict these things, can you? I can't believe you sat Mourinho. Do you know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just before that final. Great. So I can work in two ways. I thought you said, t- I can't believe we're sat with him. No, so... <laughs> you say sat? Mar- Tot- yeah, Tottenham Mar- have sacked their manager. But it's literally right. just a, week, a week before the final. Okay. So it's a bit like... But that can go Why? two ways, can't it? Sometimes, Sometimes it can work in their favour, can't yeah, it? Yeah, the players can like all be up for it and want to prove a point. Yeah. Or they can just be like all over the place and no organisation. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. A few things to look forward to. Pub's been open for a little bit now. Yeah, anyone, good, has anyone it? had uh, any mental weekends in the pub? Or has no, everyone been, no pretty, been pretty, pretty, pretty sensible. Pretty, well. pretty chilled. I mean, the, last Friday was like the first Friday the pubs had been open. Us three tried to go for a beer, didn't we? And nowhere. Everywhere was rammed. Mm. That's what I don't like about it. I mean, it was nice when they first opened up with you guys, but... Weekend, it's, it's now like I just when carnage. I, I go past, if you go past them or whatever, and you just see people scratching around just to get like a corner of a seat. It's not it's not for me, that. Do you know what? I, I don't mind. It. I think it's lice. When it's you're not, in there, it, it's it, lice. Is, it is lice, to be fair, yeah. Do you know what? Head lice, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's nice to have the option. I, I've been able to see a few of my friends as well. So, you know, it's, it's all I'm enjoying, good, it? I'm enjoying being able to like meet up with friends and stuff. Yeah. That, that's, that's helping a lot. You've been playing some disc, haven't you? been playing a lot of frisbee at the minute, yeah, mm. uh, as well as my couch to 5k. Oh yeah, shit, how's that going? Update? Update, yeah. Uh, s- started my second week this week on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's Wednesday now, so I'm, it's my second day of my second week today. I'm going to do it after this. What distance have you been doing on this well, first it's, bit? It's, it's, it equates to about 2.2, 2.3 miles, Right. but obviously that's that's walking and jogging yeah, combined. Yeah, yeah. This week it's 90 seconds jog. Ah, oh, so it slowly gets you going. Two minutes walk, yeah. And then next week's a uh, combination of like, uh, th- th- I think I end up jogging for like three three minutes or something like that. But yeah, it's going good. How do you feel? Any better? Yeah, it's 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 getting there. Sometimes, s- s- some days are harder than others. Mm. But like... Sometimes you wake up and just can't yeah, be asked, Mentally speaking though, every time I've done it, mentally I feel better. That's good. Even That's enough to just keep doing f- it. I mean, f- physically, I'm in the back of an ambulance. But, <laughs> you know, when was the last time anyone like fell over, like decked? It? I've, I fell over twice. You fell a over weeks you, ago. You fell oh. over in your garden, didn't oh, you? Oh my fucking! We need to get that video out. Yeah. No, oh please! No, no, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, we've mate, got the, we've so got the video. That. Come on, it is fucking nah, funny. Nah, fuck that. Ooh, <laughs> who's this dickhead clown? Do you know what I mean? Ooh, that's, dickhead you know, clown. You know what? I Yeah, it's like, basically, I fucking <laughs> fell over. I fell over and I've got those, I've got those ring, uh, I've got the ring. Uh, ring piece. In, in store, in store by yours truly. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, you know, I just, I was taking out an old carpet and I just lost me footing. You don't, f- you don't, do- you salvage it. You do salvage it. You bang yeah, you into the bin, don't you? You don't fully, you don't go you don't on your ass. It's more of a trip, no, isn't it? It's more of a fall. trip. Yeah. And, and do you know what? I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I could watch it back. It was funny. But, when um, did I last fall? I fell over coming down Kinder. Down the fucking cliff? No, I'll be fucking worse, but yeah. I was, I was, I was, you know when you go to a, dead, a pretty steep hill and you start getting a bit of a run on? I did that, oh, lost my footing. Yeah. And fucking rolled that's, that's, that's over, rolled over, breaker, rolled that. over on my back. Popped my crisps in my bag. Uh, what that bad? That's sad. Uh, yeah, it was gutted. What crisps were they? Just ready. I'm a ready salted man. Mm. They that's weren't a, ready though. It's were a they? good walking crisp, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's good. But yeah, 
I was gutted. Ash Ramsden fell over on the bus once, right? No, it wasn't. It was when he got off the bus outside mm. St. Albans Church in Offie. And he had like a full fresh Nike tracksuit on that he just bought from Foot Locker or something like that. And he had a big eat bag of Monster Munch in his inside <laughs> pocket. Oh. And he took a tumble on the, onto the curb and the crisps just went fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love shit like that. Sad Steam. that. Sad yeah. that, innit? Yeah. I remember, we talked, remember when I, this had just come to my head after we talked about that, walking home from Mile End School when we were kids. I think we were at school. Or were we just, we might have been a bit older, but near school. We got an ice cream, I think it was from Singies. And the top of right, the ice singers. cream. What song? Singies. Not there anymore. The, the ice cream fell off, didn't it? And I just threw the rest of the ice cream on the floor in anger. <laughs> <laughs> You've you got a thing with that. throwing food. I've done you? that a couple of times before, you know. Yeah, we like, so it goes wrong, you just fucking launch Just commit it. to the rest of it, it's gone. <laughs> Wasteful. Yeah. Mm. Chaz, how's things with you? Good. Oh, good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Been on your Been on my bike. Did 75k the other day. Went to Pickmere <laughs> and back me. when the weather yeah. was nice. Great ride. Um, that was in between a couple of stops and all that kind of stuff. Um, what else have I been doing? Viewed a house this morning. But I always feel I always feel very sad. You know, when you go into a house that you're viewing and you can tell either someone's died in it or someone's of the become too old to pass the house on. Yeah. And there's a commode in the living room. That's Josh's. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone in it? Is, is, so is, is, it, is, it, is it empty? Yeah, it's empty. empty. And it has that smell, doesn't it? That like, Piss. Piss. Oh, uh, musk. I tried, to, oh. I tried to cover it up with the breeze. <laughs> Sanitizer smell. Just, They've tried cleaning it, but it's, it's sad, isn't it? Simple, no, it, is, isn't it? it is very, Do you know very what? It's sad, sad it but the thing is, homes, you know, people go in, people come out, but, it, you know, once you get in there, make it your own, it's all right. Yeah, my mum and dad say, you know, bricks and mortar aren't the home. You make the home. Correct. There you go. You it's it's a sign of uh, impermanence, isn't it? You found, you sent me a photo. You're getting uh, your loft boarded out, aren't you? Mm. You sent me a photo of some mad, like... Oh, it was like a fucking... Did you send, the, did you send no, it to no, no, said No, because I, I found the old Siggy packet in the chimney, so yeah, I, I just sent it to you. Siggy. Siggy. <laughs> and it's like it's an always old, funny, it, that. It's not old, this, though, is it? It's, the, it's, the, it's, <laughs> it's fucking mad, like an old cup. <laughs> oh, a tankard. tankard. It's an old tankard. It's a tankard sewing on it. Yeah, yeah. But it's really light though, so Fuck I don't I don't hell. think it's old. Don't think it's OG. But it's the, it's an old tank of whatever you call it with like a, a take take it to Antiques Roadshow with a um, <laughs> what would you say the illustration is? It's, on it's it. like a um, cowboy. It's, it's like a Dutch. It's quite Dutch, isn't it? Like like being like making something like is, is, that, is, that, is that a spinning wheel? Mm, I think so. Spinning wheel. Is it a machinist? I don't know. Dutch machinist. Mm. So I found that in my loft. Sounds like some sort of mad move, that, doesn't it? This is just an advert for when I sell the house, saying how much I've done on it, really, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great. On the podcast, we're like, terraced house. It's not terraced, though, is it? <laughs> there we go, anyway. Yeah, it's someone on a spinning wheel, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. bit of a mad tanker that was found in Miles' uh... Tom, how are you? Anything fun to report? Um, I don't have anything to report, I don't The think. wedding planner. The wedding planner is in full flow. How's that going? Do you know what are expensive? Go on. Vintage boss hire. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. What are you talking? I can't get one. The big red ones. How much are you? The big red ones. Oh, you're just going to get the 192? So. I think so. Um, the big red ones. What do you mean just get the 192? So when we get married, yeah. I don't know how much Wait, you're going to put You're in. actually going to get on the 192? Maybe, yeah. Well, like get a fucking Mega Rider and go on it. I won't get a Mega Rider. I don't need a single one. <laughs> hey, I've got fucking time for that, you know. Don't, the only reason we, we probably won't, though, is because Katie said all the girls in heels, even though it's a short walk, if they're uh. in full on heels. Talking like 15, 20 minutes for him. Yeah. Go on, how much is it? It's... For the bus. One, they're not in stock. 
So I can't get them anyway, even if I was willing it, to yeah, pay yeah. it. I think so I'll, anyway, I'll give you. Let's have a guess. Yeah, go on. Someone had it at prom though, so if they could do it at prom. What a bus! Yeah, a, a bus. double, Ch- Ch- a, double Chantel, deck, a double decker. Ch- Ch- Chantel, my mate from school, a double decker, red, old. Yeah, how Jennifer many people got on though? Oh, but there was about thirty. Yeah, they so, all they all have chipped in, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. but mm, wait, there, come on, let's guess. Well, so, it's right, not right. the distance. What maybe three miles? If that, we won't give. I'll tell you the distance. It's six minutes on Google Maps. The distance from. Said location to, said to location. the after location. Um, You're talking 500 quid. I'm going to say... No, I'm, I'm saying like four And bear in mind, there's 100, 120... No, it's nowhere near that. Okay. <laughs> it's, Why did you just say 100 grand? Four grand. This, it's, <laughs> think about it as well. There's 120 <laughs> guests, right? This is like one of them... Tom is having a wedding. This is like a maths question, isn't it? We can all chip right. in, though. How many apples does There's 120 of us that we need to get from A to B. I think it's grand enough. Yeah, I reckon about that. Mm, right, or, okay. or a grand. Bag no, of sand. I thought it'd be Bag more of sand. I thought like it's not more than that. Not Even though this is anyway. 900 quid. It's around that. Yeah, yeah. But 800 quid. you got to think it from the point it's of... it's about 800 quid. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, but you got to think... It's not far, but, but this it's a is day where, rate. No, no, this is where it goes it? up. Because you can only get... Well, you could make two trips, but the, the price go up. If we wanted everyone at once, you'd have to get two buses. Ah, uh, mm. that's it. Because there's 120 of us. I'll just walk. Mm. Uh, 1,600. They could come back in two. That's not right, But get on this, right? I got another quote today <laughs> for a single-decker one who, who was in stock. 30 people they can fit on it. Vintage again. Vintage still. 30 people on a bus. So that would have to make four trips. But they could do the trips within the hour. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because of the distance yeah, isn't far. Short, isn't it? So they're just ferrying back in two. That was still 800 quid. Crikey. It's just well expensive, you know, isn't it? And, charge, and, isn't and it? it's not far, is it? No. Just fucking walk. So we're going to work it out. Or just I'd get like a... Sh- unless we get a shit one. One that doesn't look vintage. Get the it's stocks, just like a big stocks. coat. To be fair, why, yeah, why don't you just get a shit one? No one's out. You're only going six minutes. That's my next job on the list. To keep... To get in touch with ones that aren't So vintage. if anyone's got a bus... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a jazz, seen a jazz the other day as well. In the Stockport area. Class the old ones. Single decker. It was, it was massive. It just... It looked like it had just come out of the spray booth. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been saying. You know, we'll get a DM. He's like, "Not got a bus, but I got a 1970s hearse." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake. Again, yeah. we're, again, we're not talking about you, Josh. <laughs> so section, what are we saying? I've got some YouTube shit. If you want to go into that, let's go into it. Go on then. Again, fucking loads of people love fucking negative YouTube comment of the week themed soon. This one here, though, so it's more interesting YouTube comment. Because last time it was just <coughs> fucking lame. Covered. Oh, God, it came up my nose. E-cig went down the wrong way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is on... Um, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you the video after I've told you the comment. All right. This is from Clon Radio. Uh, only five days ago. Hold on. Uh, do you reckon we could work out the um the video by the comment? Quite easily. I Go think. on them. I wore a Blossoms t-shirt to a festival once. Got told by a random girl. I didn't realise it was shit shirt day. She is now my girlfriend. I love Blossoms, and now she's a fan. Everything's good. Wow. wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so positive, negative with the spin. Yeah. Yeah. So because so this random girl was like, that's a lame shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's a fan, and this guy's girlfriend. Bet she wow. wears it for bed now. All day. <laughs> oh, no, I know what you mean. I've got Sophie's like, oh, can you get us that T-shirt off your merch? I get it. It's just fucking wise. It's a bed. Any any guesses at the video? I presume it's a festival. No? No. 
Don't know. Your girlfriend. Your girlfriend, wow. So she became his girlfriend ah, from the shirt. Fucking hell. On your girlfriend. It's like a... Well, I was going to say plot twist, but it's not it's, really. It's and like I a, took a screenshot of it, and it's the picture of your blessy, Tom. My bottom mm. at the start of yeah. your girlfriend. But it says your girlfriend, mm. so I thought mm. that was... Uh, oh, that's quite sweet, that. Yeah, I thought that was a nice, that was a nice twist. YouTube comment. We got any, ho- we got any horrible ones? Uh, yeah. Well, no. I blossoms mean, are shit. I, I did some digging. I, I hate couldn't really blossoms. There's, there's just there's just one on Cut Me Now Bleed that says this sucks, <laughs> but sucks is spelled S-U-X. Fuck. Oh. Leet. So um, that but that that was about that was about it to be honest. Oh, I like that story. Yeah. Okay. The positivity ha- in the world. This one's actually um, somewhat catered towards you, Joe. This actually. Oh, there we go. The earlier a child starts telling convincing lies, <laughs> the more likely they are to be successful later in life. Well, here we go. <laughs> Have I told you about the time I was in nursery and I told my um, my mum afterwards, I was like, Uncle Rick came with sticklebacks in a bucket to show us. Oh, yeah, and it's just a complete lie. Made yeah, it but it's like, a, it's like too detailed, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't, obviously I don't remember saying it because I was too young, but I remember my mum always says it now. It's like, I don't know why you lied about it, but I just lied about just it. Have you got do. anything else you've lied about? Just... Get no, get kids into blagging from an early age with the hope that they'll be successful. No, <laughs> is that what it? No, no. It, it you know, so it's 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 if, a, if the kid does it themselves, the more likely right, to okay. be. If naturally, because at the end of the day, business—it's all lies and stealing, <laughs> isn't it? Really? Yeah. So if, if, you, if, yeah. You're, if you're born, well, not necessarily. Some businesses are made on the grounds of not doing that. The opposite. Well, the earlier a child tells a convincing lie, starts telling convincing lies, the more likely they are to be successful in life. So I feel like sometimes take you can, what you want from that. I feel like sometimes you can lie in the. In a, in a positive way, mm. even in a way of like I know that can happen, but I don't know it's fact yet. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like sometimes you can say a lie. You're basically molding the world around you by lying, aren't you? Yeah, that's I that's mean, what it is. I'm, I'm into it. I think frogs never drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're surrounded by water. I don't have anything else to follow that up. I mean, allegedly yeah. it's true. Well, maybe that maybe they just absorb the water through the skin. Yeah, there's some gill action going on, isn't they? I, I believe. That's how they breathe, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I believe. I believe. Tit. No, no. Oh, I saved a blue tit the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It was startled in the in the road, and I picked it up. Just get off my bike. Cheers for helping me up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, when it like kind of grasps your finger with its, oh, its feet. Oh, say don't. You know, for two minutes, oh. and then it just flew off. Really? Yeah. Didn't even say thanks. Jack, it was exhausted. I think so. It had been startled by something. Or stunned, like you've got too close to a car. Oh, that's cute. That's sad. So carry on, Miles. Links to animals. Last one now. <laughs> Polar bears can smell a seal from 20 miles away. Fucking hell. It's not 20, 20 miles. miles. <laughs> 20 miles. 20 miles. So Do you pop, what? You know, it's, um, you know, nature. Great, isn't it? I went round to Miles' the other day to help, again, just install something for Again. <laughs> the exterior. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, I was installing And Emily, Miles said something else, like something stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, your knob or having a wank. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. And I can't remember exactly what he said, but Emily was there, and Emily was just like, Miles, you've got to stop. So do you do that when you're at home? Oh, all the time. It's... No, he no, did no, it. no, Yo, no. you were speaking to the neighbours over the road, and you did it then. No, yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's because I'm doing it so often. It's, I it's, be- stop. it's become a bad it's, habit. It's, it's, become, a, it's come, become a bit yeah, but of a you bad did, habit. You, did, you, said it to you, you said it to the neighbours over <laughs> the road. Do this, I need to answer this to carpet. Yeah, put it on speaker. Hello. Hello. I've got a little uh, time-filling uh, Hello, rubber cells. story. Go on. So I... It's been a while since I've uh, shouted uh, shouted my uh, 
brethren, Tommy Harrison. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. Because I don't think I mentioned him in the last one, so okay. I thought oh, I'm gonna. I, I text him just now, saying, uh, you know, want me to shout anything, and <laughs> he said, "No worries from he Tommy." Said, he said, "Hell, I." <laughs> he said, "That time we found a bag and presumed it was full of money." <laughs> right. <laughs> so we were walking on a field near near where we grew up. We found this JD bag. Remember the plastic bags? Oh, like the drawers, the ones that people, yeah. people used to fucking rip. Yeah. And when we we looked at it, and we thought there has to be money in this bag. <laughs> we opened it up; it was full of human shit. <laughs> 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 and the only reason we know that is because there was paper to in there to oh, prove. Like, it. Why oh, like wifey! Yeah. So, so, so I thought you said as a paper like this is human shit. No, no. Like so, someone had shat in this bag and then wiped to prove that it was because you don't. You don't wipe a dog's ass, do you? I mean, to be fair though, if you, it depends how desperate the purse, like said person who shit in the bag was. If they had that bag and it was empty, and they're like, "I need a shit." Quite MK, though, isn't it? I mean, why would you have paper? <laughs> Actually, why would you have paper? I, I, I reckon it was a performance piece. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they've a gone piece out. Of art. Yeah, they've gone and they, they've gone out and thought this is someone's going to find this is an it. interactive yeah. piece of art. It, someone's going to find this. They wanted wow. it to be found. Didn't Two they? kids roaming the streets. How did did you open it with your bare hands as well? Not think, knowing what was yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. That's risking shit on hand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I just ran straight home and <laughs> sanitised my entire body. Everyone's had one of them JD bags, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. hell. There was a dog-eared maths book handing it out of the corner That's, where it's ripped, weren't they? I was going to yeah. say, that, that people in our school used to fucking go, you know, if you hold the bottom corner and pull Yank their dad. Yeah. Oh, it's harsh, And that. it used to rip and it used to fucking what ruin your old day. bag of what's-its falls out. <laughs> you used to have to have the, your PE kit in it, didn't you? Yeah. Do you remember when, did you ever have it at your school? Obviously, we went to say, oh, your year. There was always a lad who'd go to, like, the pound shop or, like, somewhere they could get cheap oh, yeah. bickies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. They'd, flog them. And they'd sell it at school and they became, like... Like, it was Mike Kelly, wasn't it? Yeah, Mike. He was yeah. called the Cookie <laughs> the Monster. Cookie monster. <laughs> and he got excluded for set for, yeah. for being an entrepreneur at yeah, yeah, it, annoy- it. it annoys me, that. I, I think if you've got the finger to do it and make a bit of money, why not? I, did, I didn't get a finger. It was always like Hershey's chocolate and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Tom, do you remember um, the tuck shop at Great Moor? Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, did you have toast duty as well? Yeah. Yeah. I never. I don't think I ever did it. My mate used to just give it all out for free. Did it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you're supposed to charge like five p a slice or something yeah. like that. What did I, I remember? What did I get? I got answering the phones. I was like oh, the yeah. reception. Yeah, I did, I did reception duty. It was great. Remember I, wanting it? Be like, oh, the, I, I'm pretty I, sure I, they made me tea. What we're talking about here, I've had to yeah. being at school and the odd like jobs you get. And there's always a lad who sold sold biscuits and crisps and stuff. Office duty. Is that what I used to yeah. do Office in duty. I used to do in Banks Lane. <laughs> me, me, I, I used to do uh, you know taking the paper bins out. Oh, oh yeah, recycling well. duty just so you can skive. You do, know you know, I mean? do you know when you did phone duty? It was always in reception at school, wasn't it? And whenever you went into she- reception, regardless of the time of the day, it was always a kid with a paper towel on the red one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a bucket at the, yeah. at the feet. <laughs> blue then paper blue towels. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mm. ripped a severe nosebleed once and uh, I was the said kid just outside. I was Fuck just yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you've all been that kid where you wait at reception, your mum comes through the door and your dad happy to yeah. see your mum. You're like, buzzing. <laughs> uh, here's one mm. for you. At what age... Do you stop pissing when you're at your pants right round the bottom? Oh of your yeah, cake? shit! I, primary school you used to have your ass out, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go in. I wonder if you see just loads of asses. Row of asses, cherry out. When when did they fucking? What, yeah, when does that? I never repped that to be honest at uh, primary school. <laughs> did you I've, not? I've no. seen a few lads do that in the pub. Here's what I can, fuck off. Honestly, pissed up. I can honestly, bet, pissed up. Obviously, I can bet what you didn't rep at school. You know the water thing that you used to press and drink out. Oh, absolutely not. Water fountain. I drank out that all the time. I did as well. Do you know what? 
Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what's even more anxious? I could never catch it in my mouth, so you put mouth on the hole. That's why you shouldn't fucking drink it. Yeah, see, I never did that. I was, I was good enough. I couldn't catch it in my mouth. It's not like fucking a sport. It's easy as fuck. Do you know what I find? You're like a dog, aren't you? Do you know what I find? Do you know what I find? I don't get thirsty anymore, but as a kid, I remember being thirsty. And I used to be like, I used to be like, I need this water. And I'm just there fucking, basically like, making out with That's the That's because you don't thing. do enough fucking That's exercise to get that. thirsty now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what's mad though? Kids run all the time. Yeah. Never kid. get knackered. I don't remember sweating. Do you remember sweating? I Make still it up for it now, are you? Yeah. Right, I am, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> you bastard. Early days of Blossoms oh, were about no. a year into being a band first ever trip together away and we drove from london to paris a long drive on it Chaz. you were at the wheel if i remember we were in a pickup truck weren't we we played at the monarch our london debut in camden mm-hmm. and we drove got on the underground fucking train thing, tunnel. then drove to paris well, that gig in london was rammed we, when we got there we were all obviously knackered soon well, as we got off at calais we pulled there, over let, didn't let's we? just how old are you at this point josh what Tom good with dates? 13. You were 15, 16, 16. 16. I was very young. Bear in mind, I've young been anxious for a long time, a long time, and still am. Yeah, even though I'm dealing with that. Yeah, but as a 16 year old, basically child, yeah, this explains what you're about. Yeah, to, about so we're to in this basic what was it, Nissan Navara? Yeah, so we're in a Nissan Navara, Charlie and Joe were in the front, and in the back, the setup is Miles, Josh in the middle, then me. It's already a terrible idea putting me in the middle. Isn't it? <laughs> so, I think that worked on just body mass, didn't it? Yeah, small. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, smaller than me. I mean, Miles. you three were fucking, you still are stick thin, though. Do you know what I mean? You was all like. Excuse me? Oh, uh, was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. So, we, um, we get to Calais. And uh, obviously, the first thing to do is pull over because Charlie's probably not slept for getting on for. 10 hours or something like that so we all just fucking fall asleep immediately so we wake up maybe after about probably about an hour's nap or something and it's the early hours in the morning in france waking up the blowers are on fucking it's hot Full in the car blast. that's what i remember there's a lot it of was, condensation it, it was there. january it was the mm. end of january CO2. i'm fucking stirring everyone's still asleep and i can see josh isn't there and the condensation on the windows <laughs> i can start to make out words and one said help Another one said fucking help. (laughs) Did did it? And another one said SOS. (laughs) (laughs) So he'd obviously he'd obviously been awake, we've all fucking fell asleep. Dead out in this car. Eyes popping out his head. He's trapped in the middle. So he's wrote in the window. Reached over someone sleeping. (laughs) And reached right SOS. <laughs> no, but then, I, then afterwards, I was like, "Where the fuck is he's it? Gone. You woke us he's up. Gone. You woke, you woke everyone up, going, where's Josh?'" And we were all like, "What the fuck? Where is he?" And, and we and checked like the toilets. Weren't in and there. And we was all bailing out of this. Like, Navarro I remember walking around. I remember me and you. Me and you went to go to the toilets in that thing game. We couldn't find it. When we were walking back, it was at the van. And Charlie, no, he like, wasn't. He, just, he was down this little bit. He walked down this little bit, and it was, it was like, like a decked area. Yeah, and it was, was like just, a separate, we, we, bit and he was on the phone. I was like, "Thank yeah, fuck what, for that." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I pictured that you would have stood in front of a lake. Yeah, it was, yeah no, no, there was yeah, like was. A, there, was, was, there like was like water. Was there, I remember yeah. water. Yeah, just just yeah. looking into and the water. There was like wood, not woods, but like bushes and stuff around. Yeah. So do you know what? Who are like, you on the phone to? Your dad? Yeah, my parents, man. <laughs>
How are you? All right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Not bad. Are you actually videoing it, by the way, or are you just doing the audio? We're just, just doing the audio thing, aren't we? Okay, yeah. great. I'm just, I just need to go and get a different pair of glasses. I'm getting on a bit. Hang on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the video going just for an audio backup. Oh, yeah. So not like, I'm not yeah, going to use the video. That's what they all say, and then they stick it on YouTube later. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> Don't worry. How are you anyway? You good? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks, yeah. I mean, all things considered, I'm very, very good. Mm. Um, we uh, we had a meeting, actually, a physical meeting yesterday, which is amazing, with uh, Simon Moran, who I'm sure you guys know and all the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really nice. I've seen him for donkeys, you know, and, and just that bit of, like, human connections coming back, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. Went to a restaurant this week, you know, first time in ages, local little hotel by us. It was a nice um, outdoor thing or what have you. We went and did that and it was great, you know, so yeah, it's good. Oh, Lovely. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, we uh, we went to the pub as soon as it was allowed, don't we? We did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, that, is that one minute past midnight, was it? Or, yeah, was pretty much, yeah. It was one of them. Yeah. I, do you know what? I didn't expect it. Tom rang me and was like, it was, that, it was dead sunny as well, wasn't it? He's like, fancy going to the pub. I was like, yeah. Yeah, we didn't plan on being the guys who go on the first day, but then we just ended up being <laughs> them guys. Listen, I know exactly what you mean. My, I was some friend of ours, um, she actually booked a restaurant and um, it's an outdoor place and it's a bit of a... It's a really happening place. It's actually in a garden centre, believe it or not, but it's an amazing restaurant. I say garden centre, it's a nursery, darling. <laughs> and um, it's gorgeous and it's a really well-known place. And, and she, as soon as it came online that you could do it, she went boom and booked it. Yeah. And I thought, it's a, bit, it's a bit early, isn't it? But when we actually got there, it was incredible. It was just so nice to be out, you know. And uh, So, yeah, I get it. There's somebody doing, I've just realised what's going on in the background there. First, I thought it was, yeah, that, you've, someone's going to paint the wall, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're changing colour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic because from a distance or from zoom obviously it looks it kind of looks like you're working out different places to put soundproofing on the walls but obviously <laughs> no, that is not what this, it is this, this, this is soundproofing but then yeah, this I can is see that. colour options got I mean, a lot of time for your, your Spartacus poster in the background there oh man that's, that's why I, oh, hang on a minute let, look just you know what I've just got a brag then hang on a second oh I hang on a second that's, that's massive it's, it's, that. what's this it's, now it's my old it's my old time favourite movie oh, but check that out yeah, it's actually that. personally signed to me because a, a lady, yeah. Okay. yeah, a lady that we know knew him somehow and did a day and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I just thought she was going to get like a signature or something. You know what I mean? And and just whatever, you know, one of a million he had in a drawer or something. But it actually came back with my name <laughs> on it and everything. So I thought, oh my god, you know, so good. That all-time favorite film. Yeah, it's it, it. When I think I think really well. I'm not sure how old you guys are, but you're not kids, are you? I mean, not in the nicest possible way. Do you know what oh, I mean? No, you've no, been yeah. around a, no, but you've been around the block a bit and all the rest of it. So, but I think there's a younger audience of people who, who some can relate to, to old movies, but some just can't watch them. They just instantly look at it and go, I can't watch that because it's just, do you know what I mean? It's, Miles? It's, um, no, I, they always say this to me, but older <coughs> movies no, for me. you've said I it. just can't. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you fucking, said you can't watch anything in black and white. No. This was a long. <laughs> this this was a long time ago. It, this it was, was a while ago. ago. He's educated now. I'm more educated okay. now. Okay. Have so you seen insult. Have you seen Casablanca? Nah. <laughs> no. No. Honestly, honestly, it's something that your grand would do or your mum would do or your what have you. Do yourself a favour. Kettle on. Pot of tea, if, if preferable. Favourite biscuits. <laughs> settle in. So you've got like a great couch there for do, it. Do, settle in do, and do, watch do, Casablanca. Do, do you know what it is? It, it's. 
I find them intimidating. I think that's what it is because <laughs> everyone fucking because everyone says you need to watch these movies, and I'm like, I know it's good, but I just don't get around to it. And I'm like, I'm intimidated by it. Fair enough. Do you know well, what I mean? I, mean I'm actually, I don't want to be intimidated by black no, and white films. It no, seems no, like no, a weird not really. Fear, I'm just, I'm just chatting shit. <laughs> my, my dad is that much of a Spartacus fan. He had a, he's an ornithologist. Basically, he's a bird watcher. And, right. Um, he had a Harris Hawk named Spartacus. Don't even get me started on Harris Hawks, man. <laughs> you go, go on, go on. You, you and Charlie's dad well, might get <laughs> Well, I think we probably would. Harris Hawk is possibly one of the most powerful, deadly animals in the world. They are, all, yeah. well, you know all about them. They're unbelievable. Yeah. I, I went on a, uh, some people won't appreciate this, obviously, and I, I know times have changed, but my wife bought me, I'm not a, I'm not a, tweet, a twitcher, is that what they call themselves? I'm not, I'm not one of them exactly, but... My wife, um, we were up in Scotland doing something, whatever, and she sort of tagged this trip on afterwards. And we went to a, we went on a hawking, you know, couple of hours. And even though obviously it's, you know, it's pretty full on because this one, a bird is going to kill some rabbits. That's just, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But my God, it, it just, we just learned so much. And I just thought, so ever since I've just thought respect to the Harris Hawk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I've been going walking recently a lot. And I've, I've got a little pair of binoculars in my bag my mum got me for Christmas. They're quite tragic, but, you know, it's one of them things. I take yeah. them with me and I enjoy it. But I've started looking at a few oh, birds yeah. when I get to the tops of stuff. Really? And it, it's like it's like an edge, isn't it, where it's just like, I can't keep doing that. Do you know what I mean, I might be, be cool. I might be like, I might be a drummer in a band. I can't, I can't start by bird watching well, yet. Well, yet. I'm saving that. I'm saving you, it. <laughs> do you do you not think, though? I mean, do you not think that literally, I know I'm sounding like an old man. I am, I'm 55, but I mean, Times have changed. Times have changed oh, to the yeah. point where nobody puts... Well, obviously, there are still boxes for people to be put into, but you, you can do a lot more of what you want to do and like music or movies or anything. You can like a really broad spectrum and no one takes the piss at you for it. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure there is still that existing, you know, yeah. in school age and what have you, but of course, yeah. you, can, you can do what you want these days and it's, it's cool or it isn't depending on what you, you know what I mean? It's not a big deal, I think. I think that's a positive from Instagram. I know it gets a lot of negatives a lot of time, but I think with Instagram yeah. where you can put on what you like doing, and you find out a lot of people who might be into the same thing as you also like doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a positive take from it. If like, if you post something, low, like I, obviously I start walking, I've posted loads about walking and people have messaged me like fans of us and be like, oh, I love walks and yeah. have you tried this route and things like that. Do you know what I mean? We've it never, opens up it really. Where it do, it's yeah. not just like, you're in a band, you just go to the pub all the time, which We've never had so much well. <laughs> access to so much information, have we? Which is really nice as well. Yeah. You know. That's absolutely true, yeah, and and it and it can get a bit weird that sometimes as well because oh, you know you can go down black holes for hours, if not days, I'm sure you know. But you're oh, right; yeah. it's amazing to have that. Yeah, yeah. I think as you get older as well, I know I say older, we're like late twenties, but you stop giving a fuck as much, don't you? Yeah. Like, your, <laughs> your experiences, yeah. like when, like yeah. I remember being like fifteen, and the things that upset you when you're fifteen, and you're like going home, and you're like, oh, I'm dead upset, or whatever. You're like, mm. you just don't care anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like. I think it's. I, I think you're right. I think it's an age thing. You sort of find your comfort zone a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I know. I mean, on the one end, you know, when I was, you know, a kid, and we was, I think, when we first started going out and going to pubs and, you know, whatever and discos and all the rest of it, as we used to call them, you know, um, it, it was like a major thing. If you went in the wrong pants, wrong trousers, it's like forget it. That's, yeah. that's your. That's your school year finished. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. you know. Um, whereas, and I'm sure there's still a, a bit of that today. But I think you're right. As you get a bit older, you're like, I'm comfy with this, and that's that. Just deal with it. You 100%. know. Hundred percent. I think then people who did 
used to do that in school and stuff. You know, like you mean you, Joe? Well, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But but you know, at t- that time, like there was no one you could really. really oh, it felt like you were quite alone, even then, like little subcultures yeah. and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean, it's only until you found them. Did and you think, always want to be a singer when you were? I wanted to be the drummer. I, I wanted to be a drummer. That's how I started drumming in bands. I, I sort of became, I became <laughs> the singer. Um, I became the singer because I kind of started writing a few tunes, and because I'd sort of scuttled around, and you know, one of the guys had taught me a couple of chords and what have you. So, and I think because of the way that I sang and just how I'd sort of got the song in my head, when I came to rehearsals with it, they said, "Well, come on, then, bigger, you're going to have to sing it." And and we bought a drum machine. Actually, I've still got it. We bought um, a Doctor Fifty Five Roland drum machine. Boom, get in. And um, <laughs> and we used we when I the songs that I sang, I used we used to put the drum machine on, and I'd go to the front and sing them. Wow. Um, and okay, occasionally I'd play from the kit as well. And I used to do that in bands. Um, a band that was you know, first sort of band that was any good, like we'd make a reasonable noise. I used to be the drummer and singer in that. And the bass player, Jeff, used to, he was sort of the lead singer, really, Jeff, but I used to sing police songs from the kit and what have you and, and a few others and stuff. So I, 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 I liked the idea of singing. I sang in the church choir and everything, but I wasn't really that comfortable about being the front man, if you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. It's a, um, I was going to say, I think that's a hurdle with a lot of singers at first, and it's that first, like, I think... You were in plays, so I think when you first started singing, that that broke it for you. I was, yeah, I, I never wanted to be like a, a singer or in a band or anything. I wanted to be a footballer, but obviously it's, it's like a <laughs> right. dream, isn't it? It's never gonna, it's probably never gonna happen. But then I was in, I was into acting and in the plays at school, and then just I was mm. forced to sing in the musicals. Do you know what I mean? I'd never sung right, in front of yeah, anyone. Yeah. I remember one of the most I ever sweated was in that rehearsal. I never sweat <laughs> <Yeah>. in an <laughs> audition. Sorry, but you have to sing. In You're front not of royal, the are you? <laughs> 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 this audition in Pizza Express, um, but yeah, but yeah, it's mad how you just end up doing it, and then the more you sing, you just kind of just get confident, I suppose. Don't so you? what, what musicals it. were you in then? I was in Bugsy Malone, which I was, oh, wow. um, I was just like policeman number three in that. So I wasn't. Okay. Like, yeah, well, do you know I mean? don't knock that because that my whole acting career in school was like Citizen Three. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Don't knock, don't knock the role. <laughs> mine progressed, and then I was West Side Story. I was a guy called Action who was in the Jets. Oh, so wow. I, I had one of the speaking roles in the Jets. So I loved West Side cool. Story. I love all the music, all the tunes in that. And that was kind of when I was like, "All right, yeah, I'm fully into this now." And then we did Sweeney Todd, and I was Sweeney Todd. So that was. Oh kind my of, god! That was kind of like, okay. right, I'm going to be a frontman now. This yeah. is it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, some of those songs as well. I mean, the, the Sweeney Todd thing. I didn't really know Sweeney Todd until the Johnny Depp movie. You know, uh, yeah. Tim Burton's version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. I actually went to the cinema to watch it because I was really intrigued how Tim Burton was going to do like a proper sort of dark, because, you know, he's dark enough anyway. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But give him, give him a subject to somebody murdering somebody every 10 minutes. It's like, yeah. how's he going to... And I sat there just thinking, as we all did when you see it, you kind of think, okay, so Johnny Depp is doing David Bowie in, you know, <laughs> a Sweeney Todd. Duke, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was hard to, It was hard to listen to at first, to be honest, because I just couldn't do it. And after a while, I started to... So the songs didn't really grab me, to be honest, at that point. But yeah, I've sort yeah. of grown to really like, um, I forget what his name is now, the guy who wrote all those. Um, it'll come to me in a minute. Anyway, it's it, it, is it? Yes, yes, yes. And he's a very, very unusual writer, I think. You know, melodically, lyrically, everything. He's just really unusual. And it's not, because I think musicals, you know, when you think Mary Poppins, you think those really big sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. broad-scale ones that have been around forever that everybody knows the songs to. Um, they're a different kind of thing, so yeah. yeah. So there's some, no, some proper singing do, going on there, isn't there? That's not messing around at all. So, mm. well, I think I, don't, I think our version at school was like a bit of a 
like it was like the Sweeney Todd rock and horror show. So it wasn't like okay. it wasn't quite the the Stephen Sondheim tunes. I have don't you, think, have, but I have seen the film. But it was still right. Good. Have you got it on? Have you got it on video? By the way, yeah, should it be on YouTube? The first time we're on a tour bus, we had the DVD and put it on and watched it for some reason. That was the first film we watched on the first. No, we said we'll tour bring bus. it. Yeah, it's funny. Oh no, I'm not on about. No, I'm on about your performance. I'm not on about the. the no, no, uh, no. Yeah, that, exactly. that was what we watched. Oh, we had DVD. Right. Yeah. It was filmed, wasn't it? it was filmed. I don't even think my voice had properly broken either. <laughs> It's in that right. weird, like, I'm yeah, it's in that weird <laughs> transitional bit, but it's like I'm Sweeney Todd, yeah, breaking every two seconds. What I want to ask now cool. is, do you prefer being a frontman or do you prefer being a drummer? Um, there's sort of two different jobs, and they're both. They're ironically, I think, both as vital as each other. But you can't, you can't, and, and forgive all, forgive me, all drummers in the world when I say this. It, <laughs> It, somebody who's not in a band or has not worked with music and, and what have you doesn't quite understand what the drummer is. Um, I still play a bit of drums now and stuff, and I, I actually play with two friends, and we have a midlife crisis rock covers band where we do like <laughs> from from punk seventies punk through to anything that's like modern punky sort of rock now. You know, yeah. Uh, we haven't done it for a while, obviously with COVID and all the rest of it, and and I drum and sing in that, so that's the nightmare. My lungs just collapse at the end of it, but. I really appreciate what a drummer is, and and guy, the guy who plays for us, Simon Merry, um, he's he's he can be like a metronome. Obviously, he's a he's an incredible drummer. He's incredible timing, um, but he also has a thing for me that I when he starts playing, I feel comfortable. Yeah, and I've worked with lots of drummers. I've worked with some like world name renowned blah blah all the rest of it, and they are incredible. But if it's not the way you like it. It don't work. And I think when you're, you know, probably getting like your band, even you, you get in a room and you just have to work at it until you find that moment, don't you? Where you go, right mm. not, now we're right. And if it doesn't work, you've got to get a new drummer. And I think without the drummer being right, you're done you're, as a band. Personally, that's how I feel about it. I think it's, it's like literally the first cornerstone of a band, isn't it? Really? Do you know what I mean? Everyone else can be amazing, but if the drums aren't working, you're screwed really. Yeah. So I really, I basically really appreciate, um, drummers perhaps more than some other people because that's how I came into it and that's what I, I, I sort of gravitate towards that that's the first thing I look at like I was looking at your kit by the way at the um, MEN that night when the MEN opened oh, yeah. up again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and because um, you're um, British Drum Company are you? is I that am, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and um, I just do that I can't help myself it's just what I, it's what I did when I used to watch TV as a kid so that's what I still do I walk into a room and go Oh, right, okay. Oh, brass snare. Mm, nice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell you what, don't, don't tell me that. I'll be taking you around the factory. It's in Stockport. Oh, I think I've been to the factory. Oh, I have yeah. been to the factory. Yeah, I have. Oh, wow, I've yeah. actually been there, yeah. They were refitting it, actually, when we went a couple of years ago, yeah. So, oh, it's, it's a great place. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I know. And Keith down there and stuff. Yeah, so, so sorry, that was a very, very long answer. I apologise. Um, no, no, that's, that's exactly what I, I, love mean, being, I love being the singer because there's there's there's... No better connection, I think, when you've sung something and you look somebody in the eye and they're singing it along with you, whether it's, you know, my old Never Gonna Give You Up or whatever it is from yesteryear and all the rest of it, or, or you guys when you've literally just made a record and you go out there and you sing it for that first time and your fans know it and they sing it back with you and you look at them, it's something grabs you there, I think. And, and I think you can all appreciate that, of course, but I think when you're right at the front and you've just delivered that lyric... There's nothing like it in the world. It's incredible, I think. Do you... Um, <laughs> Looking at you here like, yeah, what's it like? Um, <laughs> so when you'd obviously, back in 1987, 
when you did with Stockache and Waterman and you yeah. did, never going to give you up? Did you know it was going to be a hit? Like, wait, say, um, when you're in the studio, I mean, like, before it comes out, or was it just like, oh, yeah. here's, here's my new song sort of thing? No, well, the weird thing was, I signed to them way before they kind of blew up. So I signed to them, and I, I, I basically um, had a deal with their production company, but they weren't really known. They hadn't had, like, a proper big hit yet. They'd had dance floor hits and things that were buzzing and, you know, in different this genre and that shit, but they'd never had a mainstream number one record. And about a month or two or three months, whatever, a very short period of time after I signed, they had the first number one. And then a few weeks after that, they had another one. And then it just kept going. So was this like, so Kylie? Ended up, was this Ky- did they do Kylie? No, no, I, I, I was a bit before Kylie. I was probably like in the same sort of time period, but maybe just a few months before. Did they, did they um, choose Dead or Alive? You spin me around. Yeah, I made tea for them. I made oh, tea yeah. and played table tennis <laughs> on that whole album. Oh my God. Um, and I got the sandwiches in sometimes and cleaned up the studio. There was a, there was a bunch of, because their, their studio was a, was a kind of, it became a complex. They had one main control room. They had a very small kind of vocal booth because they didn't record anything other than vocals, really. They didn't, Top that was what they did. Do you know what I mean? It was all yeah. programmed and everything. Yeah. So, so sort of in a way they, they sort of started carving out this spot for themselves in terms of when a stock and Waterman record got taken to radio, the radio was like, Kind of almost ready to play it before they heard it. Yeah. So when they did, never going to give you up. And I was, I was literally. Do you know what a Fairlight is? It's a computer Fairlight that what they used to it's like. The old do you know what that is? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I helped a guy called Ian Kernow take that out of the boxes so he could start programming. Never going to give you up. And I just kept the coffee coming all the time. And Mike Stock <laughs> used to be the main. He was more about the melody and the vocal. Mike. He was about everything, but that was also his main thing. And he came down and sang the melody to Ian and, and put the chords into the thing. He said, right, Ian, this is how I want it. Because they'd never really worked with programs. They used to play everything. And they were just getting so big, they had to sort of get other guys in. So I just sat in a room watching somebody program up this song, kind of humming along. And then it stood in their kind of vault, if you like, for like yeah. six to eight months. Because they were terrified of releasing it because I looked about 11, but sang... <laughs> completely different to the way I looked and they didn't know what they, they never told me this at the time I just thought they I don't know what I don't know what to think and um in the meantime I'd signed to RCA um or Pete had signed me to RCA and they just started putting pressure on saying look we've given you all this money we need a record so we put the record out we didn't even make a video for it this is the end of the 80s and we didn't even have a video think about that MTV was massive yeah yeah um Fucking didn't have a video for it they just slung it out and it gradually climbed up the charts and off it went. So it was just a, so so in, again, I give the longest answers, obviously. Um it I had the feeling that we might we might have a hit because they're stock aching waterman. And I could tell it was a great song. They'd written a great tune. Yeah. But yeah, I had no concept that it was gonna be, you know, a number one everywhere and all the rest of it no. and that. Because you, you just can't dream that really. So yeah. It's weird. it's like you, I think everyone says that. I know people say, "Oh, I knew it was going to be massive." But you don't really know. It's like, mad how it just comes like, about. You always it? have a like we've got a song, say Charlemagne's our biggest song, which mm. is like. The, but when sure. we were rehearsing it in the room, I don't I don't think we were all like this is going to change our lives. We weren't no. like that. No, but like, I'm sh- pretty sure Miles, you were like, it's all right. I'm not that into it. I'm vaguely with it now, though. It was just like. Yeah, you don't know, do you? you just at, think... at the time, there was loads who were cheering out at the same time, yeah. so it was just one of them, wasn't yeah, it? it was, but I think it was it when was we started felt... playing it live. That's when we knew. Yeah, but then other people well, hear stuff like Conrad, our manager. He emailed yeah. back to the demo, going, "This is the best tune yet." 
but I didn't think like we had other songs which I thought yeah. were better. But yeah. it's just yeah. you just sometimes you just. But take also, off, do you not they? find because I, I don't know how you get together and put your songs and tracks and everything together, but. Do you not think that you're that close to it, you guys, that it's it, almost impossible to have a, a picture that somebody else like Conrad can have? Because yeah, you can't they're, hear it they're... externally, can you? Do you know what I mean? No, like... and, and, and also the emotion of the day, you know, the day you actually nailed it, I don't know about recording, but you've nailed it for the first time in a room and gone, right, that's the song and we can play it. it somebody might be really pissed off at somebody else, so therefore it's like... Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's, there's all that emotion, yeah, yeah. isn't there, in, in a yeah. band and what have you, that you Usually... don't know what is... Usually the sign is if you want to rehearse it over and over again. That's what I'd say. I remember yeah. rehearsing it yeah. maybe like eight times back to back. Yeah. Do you know, like some songs you might rehearse and yeah. be like, oh, fuck it off. Whereas it was like, this is mint. But it's, you still don't really know where it could take you. It's just interesting to know. Yeah. And obviously yeah. That's, your it's, song's grown over time, hasn't it? And just immortalised itself. It's, yeah, well, I think I, I, I think it's just been one of those weird sort of, you couldn't, you couldn't make it up really. Do you know what I mean? It, obviously it was a big tune in its day and it stuck around for a while and it, and it, you know, it had its moment in that 80s sort of thing and all the rest of it. And then obviously with it being adopted for so many different things on the internet, never mind just Rick rolling, it sort of yeah. pops its head up everywhere. Yeah. It yeah. just pops its head up everywhere. And, and I'm, you know, super grateful for that because I'm just, I think also, you see, you, you won't know this, but I, I actually packed in completely in about 94 or something like that. So and I started in 87. So in the last year or two of it, I was just messing around really anyway. But anyway, our daughter had been born I didn't want to do it anymore. I think I was a bit sick of it. Everyone, I'm sure, was completely sick of me, and it was just time to walk away, so I did. So, in other words, I didn't sing Never Gonna Give You Up or any of them for, like, probably 14, 15 years. Oh, right. So, the fact that... I knew that. I remember. No, I didn't I didn't do a gig. The only time I ever sang it, I've sung it about four times at really good friends' weddings, and that's about <laughs> it. And, um, you can do Tom's, and, um, <laughs> Tom's you getting married soon, that's it now. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I, do, I do covers as well, by the way. You can get a list of if you like. You know. um, um, yeah, so, so, I mean, that song's a bit of an oddity, let's face it. It's not, it, it's just, it's not even... I, I sort of, and I'm, I, I hope this doesn't sound, you know, arsy or anything, but I don't even view it as my tune anymore. It's sort of like, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, become yeah. this weird thing that people use for whatever they want to use it for. And I kind of go, good, yeah. knock yourself out, you know, That's, because yeah, it sort of comes back to me in the sense that it doesn't matter in the world. It doesn't, it doesn't matter where we go. Honest to God, it does not matter where you go. People in the room know that song and it, whether they love it or they love it, I know they know it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. a good start, you know, so... <laughs> yeah. It's one of them, I can't remember hearing it for the first time. I just feel like I, I knew it. Yeah, it's, one of, mean? Like, it's one of them songs where you're just like, there. it's yeah, throughout like my whole life, it's been there. I can't remember the first time I heard it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, but I've always yeah. known it. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm. I, I yeah, mean, it's odd. We're a, massive, odd. we're a massive fan of that, of 80s music anyway. So it's always been a very strong, right. yeah. it was like a pre-drink tune for us. I mean, especially yeah. for you, Tom. Yeah. Something you put 100%. on before going into town, do you know what I mean? Having a few beers in your room to save money. <laughs> yeah. But also I think because a lot happened, well, a lot happens in every decade, of course it does. But I think a lot happened then with technology, like we were saying, talking about studios before yeah. and the process. So much changed in, in, in that decade. It was just unreal from, from like somebody really on getting a synth that they literally could, just a monophonic synth, you know, one, one note at a time, twiddle about with it and go, hang on a minute. That's basically the record. That yeah. one note is the record. Yeah. And that became sort of maybe a bit more than that, but I think you know what I'm saying. That be yeah, it became yeah. such a style and a sound to be able to do that, that a new form of making records was, was sort of born. Mm -hmm. And like the most basic, 
you know, if, if you're in a room with a great drummer, the feel and everything and the way that they take you into the chorus and all the rest of it, it really, really matters. And Drum Machines almost did the absolute reverse of that. And just yeah. sort of said, right, it's just a one-bar thing that just goes boom, clap, boom, clap. There's no fills, there's no nothing, that's it. Yeah. And, it, and, it and it sort of changed the way everyone thinks. Uh, I mean, I know I'm here to pick out some songs today as well, and, yeah. and one of them's going to do that, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it changed... I remember listening to it. Can I mention it now, by the way? Because I know we're going to do that yeah, later. Yeah, I was going to say, let's go. No, let's go into it. No, that's a good Your first song. Well, obviously, obviously, one that everyone must choose, because how could you not? Um, Blue Monday, um, <sighs> New Order. Because, it's, because it, the first time you heard it, I've not heard many records in my life where the first 16 bars is a kick drum. No. And nothing else. <laughs> it's so good, And it's like... It? I remember my dad used to have a little garden centre where I'm from, a place called Newton Le Willows. It's not far from Manchester, 20 miles, what have you. And I remember I used to be, you know, working in my dad's place and doing all sorts. And I seem to remember we were loading up the van to go and do something or, you know, I was probably not even old enough to drive, actually. And I remember hearing that record and just thinking, right, the gloves are off. Yeah, this, like this is a mainstream, this isn't like sort of, because... This is not sort of left of field or anything. This is a mainstream, massive record, but it's the strangest record I've heard in a very, yeah, very, yeah. very long time. And I just remember, the, you know, there's so many records in the 80s that kind of did that. They just, you know, there were some great proper bands who got in a room and just played it as well. Of course there were, but the technology side of things changed it so much, I think. Isn't that still the biggest selling 12-inch single of all time? Well, yeah, you would have to is. imagine yeah. because, yeah, I mean... It's, to be honest, funnily enough, I remembered something this morning because of doing this today, obviously, and I'm picking songs from Manchester. When Peter Kay did a tour about, I think, about eight or nine years ago, and uh, he asked me to open up for him in Manchester, and I did, and then I did the ones in London as well. I didn't do the whole tour. So I thought, right, we're in Manchester for like, it started off with four weeks, and then he went back again and again, just kept going back and doing weeks and weeks. And so I thought... I can't just sing my songs. This is ridiculous. Nobody's gone there to see me. They've literally gone to see Peter. But who gives a toss? Do you know what I mean? So I thought, well, we're going to have to do some covers. We're going to have to do something. This is mental. I can't just go and play. They'll, they'll just go back to the bar. So we said, right, we're going to do a Manchester medley. So I kind of sat in my room, just piecing loads and loads of songs together. And I was killing myself laughing, thinking that you cannot do this. It's not possible to do this because it's just mad, right? But um, we did, and we finished it with New Order, because I couldn't think of anything with Blue Monday. I just couldn't think of anything else yeah. more for my age group. And I think, to be fair, a lot of Peter Kay's age group, you know what I mean? I just couldn't think of anything that was more significant than that song. Yeah. And there was, I, can I want to tell you, can I tell you what the medley was, by the way? Yeah, yeah 100%. Go on, go on. Sorry, sorry. I'm so excited about no, this. No, no, no. I, 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 I really well, want to hear this. <laughs> well, to be honest, there's a million songs that you could put in, and obviously we could, you know, anyway, I'll just tell you what they were. So we started off with Wonderwall Oasis, because yeah. you've got to, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, which went into Back for Good by Take That, which was a bit of a shocker <laughs> for most people. How many seconds um, of, of the song? Well, we, did, song about, did, we did about a minute of each one. It was quite a long I mean, the band, the band crucified me. The thing is, when we went to London a few weeks later, I said, right, we're doing a London one. They, were, they literally had the thrones around my throat. They were going to kill me. Like me um, mel Melody Ballad. <laughs> did you have it? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, I don't matter. Did you, did you change the key for them and everything like that? So the yeah, well, I mean, I can't so you, sing in a lot of the keys for that. So we had, we had to, right. yeah, we had to work nice. it out so that I could actually sing them, you know. So anyway, so we did Wonderwall, Back for Good, which went into There Is A Light by The Smiths. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. What a tune. Straight into, and if a double deck... So, so out, out, out of Back for Good, which I love, by the way, I think it's one of the old-time oh, monster pop songs. Yeah. What a song. Out of Back for Good, into 
And if a double-decker bus, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, um, and that went into a couple of songs by 10CC, because as a kid, I, I really liked 10CC as well. Dreadlock Holiday mm-hmm. and After Art's Sake, mm-hmm. which went into uh, The Air That I Breathe, The Hollies. Yeah. Um, holding Back the Years, had oh, to do a Simply Red song. Into, funnily enough, Step On by The Happy Mondays. This is... Oh, I want to hear this. It's about seven I'm minutes longer. How long it, it's quite long. It's like, <laughs> do you know what? If you promise not to play it, well, anyway, someone might record it on the phone. Anyway, I'll try and find it. Right? Yeah, I'll try and find do. it. And just please do. Out of whatever, when you've had too much to drink, one of these. Anyway, whatever. So, <laughs> so step on Happy Mondays into into Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Wow. I mean, this is this is strong. Into, and then finishing off with finishing off with Blue Monday. It might have changed actually because I just went onto. Um, that's I just what I found it on an email. That's what I wanted. So, <laughs> Go on, sorry. I said that's what I want at my wedding. <laughs> you're on. The lads are on. The lads will play the rest of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be your band. They'll be your backing I, band. Well, I, can't, right, I can't. I can't promise I'll be that drummer though. Yes. <laughs> Quite different. Yeah, no, but it was just it, it. It made me. I did a bit of research, obviously, into who was a Manchester band because you kind of think, and you also thought there's going to be a lot of people older than I am kind of thing. So you need to throw something in that makes sense for them as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, the Blue Monday thing, it just, that made sense to everybody. I don't care how old you were. It was just one of those songs that changed music. Yeah, you know, it's so. classic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. What's yeah. your second yeah. pick? What's your second song? Um, okay, well, I'm going to choose a Smith song, obviously. Um, it's so difficult because I, I my, my brother Mike, who's a bit older than me, he was a big Smith, Smiths fan and we used to share a bedroom at one point and... I sort of got into the Smiths through him, I guess. Um, and then it just got to a point where they're one of them bands that I just like every single song they've ever done, yeah. ever. Yeah. There's I- something in the character of what they do yeah. that I just like it. And yeah. yes, there is a slight Manchester bias, even though I've, not, I've never lived in Manchester and I've, I've only lived out, you know, 20 miles outside, like I said. Yeah. I haven't even lived up north yeah. for years, you know. But there's some connection with what they did and how they did it that I don't know. Um, so I could have very easily chosen um, this charming man, mm-hmm. which would be some perhaps an obvious choice as well. But I'm going with uh, I think it's called Please, Please, Please. Let me get what I want. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. 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 And I think this charming man is is possibly my favourite all time Smith song, but this one slows me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This charming man just makes me want to just. Well, it makes me want to dance to Grimace and do all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, too right, yeah, yeah. But, but, but that one just completely and utterly floors me every time I hear it. I think it's the most beautiful thing. It's just incredible. Yeah. And again, you know, I play a bit of guitar and everything, and, and I listen to, obviously, their records and what Johnny Marr does with his sounds. And, he's, and it's just playing, obviously, but it's, it's just everything he creates, really. It's amazing yeah. the, the sounds they make are made considering there was four of them. It's just bonkers, the sound they make, well, yeah. you know. And I'm sure that, you guys appreciate that. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Marr sounds like there's about five of him playing Well, like, once, like I mentioned it? before about yeah. them, them sort of bands where it's just like, the Smiths is my, I, the Smiths is my favourite band. I'm the same as you, like, I can't listen, I love everything they do. As a band, I'm like, they're my favourite. But, he's like Andy Rourke, and Mike Joyce, that rhythm section just unbelievable. Yeah. Then you've yeah, got amazing. Johnny Marr, and then you've got Morrissey writing these lyrics and doing them, like, it's just like, they just—it's almost—it's almost—it angers Ticking me a little bit. Yeah, because I'm just like, why is each one of them in the row? It's so well, good. That's why I'm mean, fucking mint. Yeah, it everyone is, yeah, still it is, listens yeah. to them now. You know, the the, oh, imagine that'll be if they got back. To, I mean, they never will, will they? But there's, there isn't enough money in the world. No, and there's not enough. There's, <laughs> there's, and there's too many views apparently. <laughs> but, um, yeah. If, 
they're definitely like you know <sighs> you know um andy Rope and mike joyce they they went and played for sinead o'connor on yeah. i think her first tour i think or one of the in her early incarnation anyway whatever and uh, and i just thought that's a clever move to go and ask them to to come and be your rhythm section is a pretty <laughs> clever move for it because they obviously they know each other inside out and if, you know what i mean and yeah 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 i just thought that was really quite a cool idea but yeah, I, yeah so, I think that, um I, no do you want another one yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, um, I am going to choose an Oasis song because who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember being uh, in our place, in our in our home, as it were, and our daughter would have been two and a bit, I think. When did Oasis first come out? Like ninety four, was it? Ninety four. Yeah. So yeah, she would have been about two because I was feeding her. Um, she was having a lunch or whatever, and I'm sort of trying to get peas down and all the rest of it. <laughs> and we had, we had, I think we had something like whatever it would have been in the day, going live or whatever it would have been called back in the day, right? That's the BBC TV show in the morning. So the video came on because they're on the roof, aren't they? I think. Yeah, supersonic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember seeing this thing and just going. Again, I think all these songs actually, uh, they've sort of done that. They've they've stopped me in my tracks and gone, okay. There's a shift. This, yeah, yeah. this has just happened, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, and that's what they did. And it was like it was actually really uh, one of the things I really liked about it was they really genuinely, but genuinely looked like they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 we'd had a lot of music, I think, where it was all about, and and I can be, you know, guilty of that definitely, and as well where it's about the way it looks, it's about the pictures, it's about the hair, it's about this, you know, it's all about all those other things. And this was about. A, a gang of lads well a gang of lads is what they look like yeah. they didn't look like a band they were like a gang of lads who'd take your teeth out you know <laughs> on a roof on a roof in Manchester going fuck you that's what it looked like <laughs> and, awesome. I, and, I, and I just thought wow that is amazing that is really my dad said this pretty much when he because he told me when he first ever saw him and it's the same thing you, you heard Supersonic and pretty much said what you just said then he said he remember right. seeing it and being like these are going to fucking be massive like and he just yeah, knew, and it, he just knew straight away, like, and he just didn't give a fuck. Well, it was a t- it reminded me a tiny bit, and I, I I'm 55, so when punk was sort of in its heyday in '77, I was 11, 12. I was into music, I loved music, but I'd never been in a band, I hadn't played anything yet, or anything. But you know, I saw all those bands doing what they were doing in in that punk sort of way, if you know what I mean, of not giving a toss, you know. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of that. It sort of felt okay. Well, this has gone on whatever 15, 20 odd years or whatever. This is sort of a version of that. It's it, and it's not in necessarily musically, but it was guitars, obviously. But it was just go. It was the attitude, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It was the attitude of we don't care whether you like this. We we don't give a toss. We're going to be on this roof doing this anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, and I just I don't know something really cool about that. I think and obviously they've they've written some great tunes and and you know all the rest of it. But I just think for me that's that was a real moment. I think so. What's the song you've picked? Is it that song? Supersonic. Supersonic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, class. Because I just, yeah, I mean, it's got the most attitude. That's one of my, I think, it's one of yeah. my favourites. That one, yeah, and it's yeah. the first single as well. It's like what a debut single that is. It's just like, raw, just yeah. raw. I'd never heard of them. I just saw them, you know, and just thought, what, what is this? And you know, thought the name is a bit dodgy because do you know Oasis was a thing for sticking flowers in? Did you know that? Yeah, it's like a foam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. my auntie was a florist, so yeah, you put there water you go, in it, don't you? Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I just thought, you know what I mean? Did, what a weird net, but I mean, lots of bands have weird names. We're not even getting into yours right now, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> how, did you, how did you, um, where, where does your name come from, by the way? Comes from the, the pub, the Blossoms <laughs> pub. Local. Seriously, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, I didn't know yeah. that. 
Yeah, it's my it's my local pub now. It wasn't though, was it? At the no, time? it's just on the it's on the A6, and we just used to go past it on the bus, and I it slowly, probably over ten years, it's just seeped its way into. A, funnily enough, obviously before we were in the band, say, I'm you... friends with Joe. Joe Charlie was friends with Joe, and we both said to him separately, "That's a good name for a band." So that was like, expensive okay, a few days, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Okay, no, it was like it was like yeah. On the Thursday, oh, I was yeah. on the bus with Tom, and literally on the Saturday, we, I was driving with you, yeah. and you went, oh, that's a good name, and just after Tom said it, like, to you, and then literally by the time we got to the next set of traffic lights, we were on the phone to Tom going, we should get in the uh, rehearsal room and start rehearsing. Then you, you know moulded I mean? the world around you then, didn't you, with that? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, made, I, made, I made it happen, I made it happen. <laughs> well, yeah, it's we, your I universe. I just thought it was, I don't know, I, I'm a bit of a thing for where, the way things look written down as well. It's it's yeah. quite a night as a word. It's very even. Like there's two S's in mm. the middle. There's an O on either side. Like I don't know. Something yeah. in my brain said like Abba. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Abba. Exactly yeah. like that. Something like something mm. about it written down looked mm. good. It sounds good. It's one word. It rolls off the tongue. No one's gonna be like, you know, what's your name? No one's like, what's that? You yeah, know, like, it's not confusing, mm. is it? Like you get it straight away. Think, so that, think, all yeah. of them things. We were, liked the opposite thing as always. Like where we're like. A group of lads, do you know what I mean? It's like a, a sort of contradiction. It's quite feminine, as yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, like we, we were just quite liked, liked right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. There's mm. no deep meaning. It's literally just off the right. pub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but it is really difficult, isn't it? I remember there's a there's a bit at the end of a, um, a Foo Fighter documentary where 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 Dave Grohl gets asked about the name, and he said, "Do you think if I thought we were going to be this big, I would have called us fucking Foo Fighters?" <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of thought, yeah, that, that's kind of funny. Well, you know, it, it's very hard, isn't it? Yeah, you become, become the band yeah, names, like yeah. Arctic Monkeys, they yeah, say it's the worst say. band name, but then it become, you can't imagine them called anything else, no. can you now? So it just becomes, no. you just accept it. No, I mean, it all, there's so many of them, to be honest. I mean, Coldplay, what, what I mean, what, you know, oh, what is yeah. it? I don't know, it's just weird, isn't it? But it <laughs> the but, Beatles. Well, you're right. <laughs> you know, yeah, the Beatles is, is <laughs> dreadful. You know, thank God. Thank God they were amazing because yeah. the names were shite. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, Supersonic's a firm classic. Yeah, it's monster, monster. Yeah. Um, okay, I've said Blue Monday, I've said Smiths. Um, yeah, I'm going to choose some old ones. Well, say old. From my sort of when I was a kid, we, we used to go, I'm from this little place called Newton Le Willows, and we have a cricket club in Newton, and it used to have underage and, and then 18s, like club disco nights, you know. Yeah. Um, and that, there's a point where you can go to both. You can still get in the, the younger one because you are 16, 17, what have you, but you can just about scrape in the 18 one if they're not looking properly. Yeah. Um, and the music was slightly different depending. But when, when we used to go to what, you know, what we'd call the younger one, the teen one, um, we used to be able to get to choose, we'd be able to go to the DJ and ask him to play things, and he would, if you know what I mean. Um, I think when there's alcohol involved, DJs don't give a toss, you know what I mean? They don't want you anywhere near them, you know what I mean? Yeah, but because yeah. we weren't drinking... Um, so we, I, I used, to, I sort of liked a bit of punk music, not not a lot of it, and I wouldn't even say this is a punk band, but they're from the punk era and they are punky, if you know what I mean. Anyway, it's the Buzzcocks and Fallen in Love, and again, yes. there are other tunes that they did that I really like, but that to me is it's just brilliant, is what it is. Yes. But it sounds, it kind of sounds again so. Um, like they just went into a garage and recorded it. Yeah. It doesn't act, it doesn't sound like a posh record at all. No. And wrong. so it sounded to us when we were getting in bands and thinking about, you know, trying to be this and trying to be that, you thought, well, give it a bit of time and we can play that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we can sound like that. We couldn't sound like I, I listened to, uh, to be honest, just to get a grip of what this podcast was about. I listened to the one with Simon Lebon. Oh yeah. 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 And 
I was still am, but was a very big Duran Duran fan, and I thought we can't make we can't make that noise. Yeah, 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 we, just, yeah. we just can't. You know, we can't get in a room and make that noise. That's not possible. We're fifteen and sixteen. We can't. You know, there's just all the synths and all the production mm. and the whole. We just couldn't do it. You have to start. Whereas all, that, don't you? Mm. you do, and I think you learn as a band then to actually be able to look at each other, like you're saying, when you just want to keep playing that song you've just done, even if it's a cover, and you just want to play it ten times over and over because it's great, you know. And um, so yeah, so that was an early one for me that I just thought that's attainable. We can do that. Yeah. You know, do I, I don't mean to only dip mainly in disrespect to the Buzzcocks in when I say that. I'm just saying it sounded like we could do it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? 100%. It, it, you know, yeah. But it's, it's like that. Um, it's like that Oasis thing, like with Supersonic, even though that's so different and so defined, like you can still get in a room with your mates and do something yeah. that broad. I mean, like when we first, yeah. when we first started, we sounded like more sixties and that's mainly because Miles had this organ and that was, that was all he had. Do you know what mm, I mean? And, yeah. And it was only, right. we, it was like only yeah, it was only when we were in the studio yeah, and yeah. James Skelly was like introduced us to Sims. But the other side of that is we couldn't afford half of them Sims. Do you know what I mean? It was no. like, it was no, like no. so exactly. unachievable. Yeah. And, and even now, like if you we look, can't sound like Rick Astley, we can't afford a Lindrum. <laughs> <laughs> <That's like, laughs> exactly. It's true, yeah. it's true yeah. though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't, who's going to do can't. that? Never. Who, who's going to do that? Never going to, never going to, never going to get that right. Sorry. But it is, it is like, it is interesting that, yeah, the, because that can definitely lead to getting that sound. Do you know what I mean? Like the most important bit that you yeah. mentioned before is that sort of yeah. cohesion. And then you can sort of go down any This is unrelated, route. just since you talked about that then. Do you still sing that tune in its original key? I sing it, I think, a tone or a semitone down. I can sing it in the key. Chest but if voice, we've got to go... It's, it's high, that. When I'm singing I, it in the shower, fucking... I'm it, nowhere, it, I'm it, nowhere it, near it. It. <laughs> it, it. It is higher than it's sort of feels i think in some ways i don't know but um yeah no i just i've lowered a lot of the tunes just because if i wrote them i wrote a few of the ones that got on the radio and this and that and, and if, if i wrote them we can sort of do them in that key but the stock aching walkman guys the first thing they did was go right you can sing it there great but we'll get it there then because there was a tension in your voice that they really liked and thought that's what partly makes the, the hit record if you like yeah yeah um and it's just knackering if you have to do it night after night, you know. So I just oh, think, well, I'll just lower it a little bit. Yeah, and, you know. just thought I'd ask because it's, um, it's, it's, yeah. it's a high chest voice, that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's, no false it's, settle going well, on there. It's one of our tunes that we've, we've lowered for vocally as yeah, well. Because yeah. when you're in the studio, obviously, like, you do it, you want to get that strain. You were saying it sounds good, but every night. Every night. Hitting, you just hitting you, it. You rip yeah. your voice up. You rip your voice up every yeah. night. Do you know, because you had yeah. such a mature voice for a, uh, such a young age, mm. who, who did you want to sound like when you started singing? Well, I think I just borrowed from all the, the great black singers of the day, the, you know, the R&B and soul, and of yesterday a little bit back then as well. Al Green is one of my all-time favourites. So I was lucky enough to see him live in America and mm. just ridiculous. He was almost like, I'll get my coach, you know what I mean? He was yeah. so good. It was just silly. Yeah. Um, Luther Vandross was my all-time favourites as well. Again, yeah. I think technically he's possibly the best singer I've ever heard ever. Um, just things he could do. He was a session singer in his early days and he sang... You know, things like um, Young Americans, Bowie, he, he, yeah. he arranged all that, he did all those vocals and arranged it all and everything. And he, his, what he could do with his voice at any end of the spectrum was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then there were, James Ingram was another, you know, great, great person to sort of copy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Bill Withers, Bill Withers is probably my all-time favourite as, as an all-round artist, writer, singer, performer. He's just something else, that dude. And... Um, I got to meet him actually in someone's back garden. Um, got to shake hands with him. It was it was at a birthday party. A friend of mine who's a player 
and he knows him from one thing and another. And um, he was a, it was a big birthday of his. So there's quite a lot of people in his back garden. It was in Los Angeles. And so, so he said, oh, Bill's coming tonight. I'll introduce you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I'll introduce you. I'm like, don't, please don't do that because I'll just lose it, you know. And um, anyway, he brought him over at some point, tapped me on the shoulder, and I just shook hands with him. I don't think I said anything. I think I just looked at him and just smiled. It was Thank just you, Mr. one of those moments. Just one of those moments, yeah. That's just fast. weird, really. But yeah, but he, he's, again, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think you, you, we're all magpies. You have to sort of, you, you just have to make good choices in what you're going to pinch from. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It, 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 we, we, we can't help that. There must be, you know, whether it's whatever instrument it is or if it's the voice or, or drums or, you know, anything, anything, whatever it is, you, you, you pick that up. You just do because that's, that's a human thing, isn't it? I don't think there's an artist alive, painter, sculptor, who's not influenced by somebody else. No. And if they are, then they've lived in a vacuum, then, haven't they? And that's not possible. So. No. 100%. Yeah. This this is completely unrelated, um, Rick. But Love remember it. when we um, we bumped into it at the MEN backstage yeah. and you told me about something. Do you, is it true that you put signs up saying things Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you the thing full about of himself. <laughs> did I tell you the thing about Noel's security fella, um, Noel Gallagher? Oh, yeah. What, what was that again? Did I not tell you that then? I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. So... As I remember this anyway, I, what I like to do when we're doing like a, a festival or a what, because we get to play festivals, believe it or not, but we do occasionally. <laughs> anyway, so what, what I do is, because you'll see all these signs for everybody in the other day, and so obviously the MEN is massive in it. It's, it. It goes on forever, all the dressing rooms and everything. So I kept seeing my name saying, you know, Rick Assey with a, an arrow or just Rick Assey this way or da 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 So I just thought, right, well, the obvious thing to do, and I've done it before, is to write underneath that, Rick Astley is a twat. <laughs> Rick Astley. Um, Rick Astley thinks he's it. <laughs> Rick Astley's... That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, so I kept doing this. And I, so I wrote them all the way down to my, you know, there must have been four or five of them down to where our dressing room was. And so I can't remember exactly how this happened, but eventually um, the, 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 the ultimate part of it is that Noel's security Really big fella, massive he was. Steve, um, yeah, I was going to say he's big. Is that, okay, okay. Yeah. So he'd evidently been into, because Noel told me this actually, I never met Noel before, but he, he told me this story. He said, yeah, he said, um, so the security guy came into the room, like I think he was almost pinning people up against the wall sort of thing by their throats, you know, going, right, who the fucking hell's been writing all that shit under Rick Astley's name? <laughs> and so like, I, I mean, like, he was really, you know, threatening him, going, you can't do that, you bastards. He's bullying you bastards. You know, and, all this shit. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all going, and they're all saying, because they probably haven't even been out of the dressing room, they're all going, we don't know what you're on about, we haven't done it, we haven't done it. Because I know it's you, you bastards, I know it is, you know. So... So anyway, I was walking. I was walking down one of the corridors at some point. I didn't know this part. Of the, I did that part of the story at this point. I just see this like massive guy, sort of uh, trying to secretly, just while no one's looking, just tear down my name everywhere because it says Rick Astley's a twat. Rick Astley thinks he's it. So he was trying to move them all so I wouldn't see it. And I went over to him and said, "I did that. What are you doing?" And he's like, <laughs> like, in, so, in my head, I imagine you going up with like black pen on your hand. Do you know what I mean? In the yeah, 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 yeah. like, who did that? <laughs> yeah. So, but I just, I kind of think it's just, I, I don't know. I just quite like doing it. I think it's kind of funny, you know, it because um, that's class. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I, but that was that just made it double, triple funny. That was because I just, 
I couldn't imagine somebody pinning Noel Gallagher up to the up to the wall of his dressing room, going, "Right, you bastard!" You know yeah. So uh, you know, I was going to say yeah. you know, that that gig for us was mental. Like because we, it, yeah. especially afterwards, we were in that dressing room. I think you were there, Noel Gallagher was there, Pep Guardiola was there, and it yeah, was just yeah. like us, sort of like it was like someone just came and just plonked us in this in this room. It was like and Peter fun. K was knocking. Yeah, but it was yeah. great. It was a, you you guys are City fans as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> um. <laughs> um yeah, it was a mad night that I think in so many ways because it was pretty emotional. I think you oh, know, 100%, and yeah. so many bands have have played in that arena, and you know, a lot of people have had some of the best nights in their lives and what have you. And, and I think when we all heard, you know, about the you know the the attack and everything, it, it almost felt unbelievable. I think. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It, it just didn't. You didn't. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't compute it to be honest. So mm. it was a real. Uh, pleasure's not the right word, but it was an honour then, if you like, to just be in that yeah. that arena that night. And obviously, yeah. it was great. I thought that was pretty cool of Noel as well, because I've never met him. But he was very kind of like anybody who wants to come on in, say oh, hi yeah, to yeah. the you know. Yeah, that was the um, first time we met him as well. Yeah, I think, yeah. Then, yeah it was. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. We we felt exactly the same. Because obviously, Oasis were like probably the reason I'm in a band. Probably the reason same, you're in a band. Same, yeah. Probably the reason most right. of us in here in a band. You know I mean? So for him to sort of say that to, and then we went on tour with yeah. him after that, and he was exactly the same there. Do you know what I mean there was no like because obviously when you start gigging and you do a few tours you sort of you know sometimes you might support someone and it is a bit like this is where I am you stay are you trying there. to say you find out who the arseholes are <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> but with, with Noel it was just the complete opposite it was just yeah, like yeah. like I remember what, even we did we did a festival with him and I went back up to get my bag because we were all going and Noel saw me in the car and went oh come in for a drink and I think I had loads of people waiting for me I was like alright <laughs> I was yeah. just like fuck them yeah. I'm, no. I'm going in like but that I love yeah. that openness of that night yeah. and I think that, that yeah. really opened our eyes to that and he, like you said doing that gig was definitely an honour and yeah. just, it's such a in a weird because it's, it's not that old is it the MM, but it's like a historic venue in terms of the bands that have been through there the people that have played there yeah I think I think also because it's it, I mean let's face it London is you know, sometimes the be all and end all in, in terms of like American bands will come on through and what have you, but they don't necessarily, they'll do like a big show in London or four shows in London and go, well, we might not go up north, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, and I think, I think when Manchester got that arena and obviously there's an arena in every decent city now, decent sized city, but it was a kind of focal point of going, no, we're going up there as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Whoever yeah. it was, it, it wouldn't, and it wouldn't matter whether it was, you know, like 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 a, an R and B thing or or a rap thing or what. You know, it's not just rock and roll. It was. It, it didn't matter what it was. It was coming to Manchester, yeah. and I think that I don't know. I think that it, it has helped put Manchester. Manchester's got a very rich historical music scene anyway. But in terms of the live thing, it's great to have an arena that big. You know what I mean? Because it, it just from a sheer money thing, the people in that sort of world think we've got to go play Manchester. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because right. yeah, yeah. there's the 20,000 seats up there to be filled. Let's do it, you know. Yeah. So that's that's why it's pretty. Do cool, we're, we're meant to be. Well, we were meant to be playing it because during our tour we had to like pull last it, you March. know, because the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah last, last yeah. March. Like, mm-hmm. And that that is one of the dates that still got to be played. And, and I mean, yeah. I'm speaking myself, end of September, think, we're playing there. Yeah, we're buzzed. Like that's the one first for time. Us. Yeah, we were First just like, time. that is like, you know, it's, like, it's one of them things of when you, you start it, a band. It's, it's like, like a, it's, it's like, like a real band. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like real people play live proper, so it's it'd be great when we eventually get to it. <laughs> yeah. What's your final pick then, Rick? Um, I'm gonna go again. You see, I'm picking such obvious ones. I know, but they meant something to me. Uh, Joy Division, Love Will Tear Us Apart. Oh, yeah. I know it's been covered, and I know it's been used in everything, and I know it's this, and I know it's all of those things. But 
it's gorgeous. It's just amazing. And the opening to it is amazing. Yeah. It's got this massive long intro. It's ridiculous for an intro. <laughs> How yeah. did they let, you know, it, nowadays it's like, oh, you're going to have to cut that down. You can't have that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, it, I don't know. It's just an amazing song. And, and it's almost, I, I rewatched the video because of this today. And I was just looking at it and just thinking, again, it, again, there's a bit of punk about it, really. And maybe yeah. that's not the right word. And it's not the most flattering way of putting it. But there's a bit of punk to it. They're not great players. You know what I mean? But, the, yeah, yeah. but they're great something. Yeah. Something in that room when they made that and, and it's great, you know, and yeah. it stands the test of time. You play that to a kid going to college, you know, for the first day of college, they put that on the first time they get into the dorm room or what have you, and you go, yeah. I'm at uni, that's it. Yeah, yeah. End of. You know, it, it's it's a real, it's one of them, and it's worldwide as well, I think, you know what I mean? Where that's a kid going to school in America or anywhere, yeah. you hear that tune and it just, it just brings something out of you, I think. It's, it's a really emotional song and it's super cool and it's got that, obviously it's got a place in time, obviously, because that band doesn't exist anymore as well, do you know what I mean? You can't go and see them, you can't, no, you know, yeah. like, um, I don't know, I just really love it. I think it's great. No, and, it's, um, I, I think that punk yeah. element is like, personally, from the drums, do you know what I mean? That that hi hat rhythm is just like yeah. Like you say it's one of the most, like, yeah. when you try and play it yourself, you just can't quite get it. It's like the, yeah. lo the looseness of the hats and stuff like that. It's like it's just yes. raw, isn't it? Yeah, so they didn't. Oh, but, they didn't. But, they didn't take too we're long. Just, probably working all we're the just gonna, We're just going to go down drummer's alley for a second, right? <laughs> but when, but when, when, when you were when you were young, right? Doing sixteens was a nightmare, wasn't it? It was oh, really yeah, really yeah. hard to do. Do you know what I mean? To get it actually tight enough that people, you know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be. And it's usable. almost like. Yeah, and it's almost like you've gone, right, I've, I've cracked that, I've mastered it, it's going in a song, here we go then, do you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. it was I've still I've still not managed to get it in a song. I think you, you don't like it, you're not a massive fan of it. I'm sure there is a 16 thing somewhere. There's, there's a triplet rhythm 16. Honey sweet, not, money sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking hell, that's one of our Bloody biggest yeah, only played it yesterday. Fuck, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Great picks, though, them. Oh, yeah, really, yeah. yeah, really, really, really good, good. picks. We wanted to ask you something, uh, Rick. Yeah, and it's about Absolutely. the uh, the Morrissey picture. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How did that come about? Well, he, I was at top of the pops, like you do, and uh, he he was there. <laughs> I can't remember what song he was doing actually, but it was in his solo period. It wasn't the Smiths. Yeah, and. Um, Somebody came to my room and sort of said, oh, uh, Morrissey wants his photograph taken me. And I, I thought they were just having a laugh kind of thing. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and he said, no, 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 he actually wants to have his photograph taken me. He takes a Polaroid. I think it's a Polaroid. And he, he, does it, he likes to do it with everybody that he, you know. I thought, okay, fair enough. Weird, but fair enough. And I've got a feeling he might have even come to my room. I don't even think I had to go to his room. And so he comes in and we have this photographed together. I think we just sat next to each other. Might have even in double denim. I can't remember, but there you go. <laughs> and, um, and I just thought, how bizarre, how weird, you know. And I'm not even sure I ever saw the photograph again for a very, very long time. And then he wanted to use... They did a reissue of Last of the International Playboys. Yeah. yeah. And he wanted to do... He wanted to use a picture that he had of him and Bowie, evidently, is what I was told. And... Um, but the rights to that photograph were, I can't remember whatever, but he couldn't do it or whatever. Um, but he owned that Polaroid, so it, they are his rights. It doesn't matter if I'm in it or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. No way. Um, and so he used that. So I'm kind of like, well, that's, that's that tick box ticked, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's <class laughs> you know? Boom. 
Boom. Yeah, that's so, massive. Yeah, pretty odd. But I mean, so I didn't, re- I mean, I did meet him, but I didn't really meet him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We probably said hello and what have you, but I didn't really, you know. Um, then he stole your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like, yeah, yeah. All right, well, listen, we'll keep in touch, anyway. Thanks for having yeah, me yeah, on. So Thanks very much. And, uh, good luck with the gig. I hope it goes great. I'm sure it will. People are going to go mad, aren't they? So, yeah, no yeah, fears there, yeah. I think. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.